Welcome to IPR Radio. I am Sanjay Mukherjee. In a country with a rich cultural heritage where food serves as a cultural bridge, the poultry sector plays a pivotal role in meeting the nutritional needs of a growing population. The Indian poultry sector today stands at a crossroads, facing challenges such as fluctuating market demands, supply chain intricacies and consumer perceptions. Today we discuss on the topic of promoting chicken consumption a strategic approach towards boosting India's poultry sector the panel today are all second generation business owners who are bringing a fresh perspective and innovative ideas to the sector in the orchestra of life each creature plays a part at sapiens we see the web of life where the health of animals reverberates through ecosystems and societies with innovative technologies we're redefining the future of agribusiness sustainably enhancing productivity and profitability we don't just dream of a better future we make it food safety quality and security these aren't just words they're our mission we're sapiens and we're committed to healthier animals because we believe in healthier living be a part of our melody and together let's compose a better world for more information about our products and solutions log into sapiensagri.com i first have the privilege of inviting our moderator dr vijay makhija who is a well-known personality in the poultry industry and has been here for about i think two decades now dr makhija he has served as a president of infa and is currently the chairman of the biologicals and biosecurity subcommittee of infa our speakers today are mr rahul khatri director bhagwati feeds private limited ms shruti ahire founder pro chicken and mr prashant kumar director sapiens group i now hand over the proceedings to dr makhija to take the discussions forward over to you dr makhija yeah uh, thank you uh, sanjay for setting up the context uh, a warm welcome to each of the panelists really appreciate uh, your, your precious time uh, in your busy schedule and that to <clears throat> at the late evening hour so it's really appreciate uh, your participation so as uh, uh, sanjay mentioned that uh, one thing common in all the three of you is the next generation so we are truly delighted to learn from your insights uh, on this particular topic and uh, more so ever not only the next generation but also the the geographical diversity this panel brings along like ashruti you are coming from nasik the maharashtra uh, rahul you are coming from haryana state and then uh, prashant you are coming from karnataka bangalore so uh, we have a diversity uh, in terms of geography as well in terms of your experiences and insights as well i am very sure that uh, with your perspective uh, the listeners or the watchers of this podcast will definitely get a certain insight of uh, what the next generation is uh, thinking about so to kick start uh, this thing i'll first request uh, uh, prashant to share his thoughts on the uh, theme of this particular uh, podcast about uh, promoting chicken consumption uh, a strategic approach uh, toward boosting india's poultry sector so uh, in next so 4 5 minutes approx uh, prashant maybe you can uh, share your thoughts 
Thank you, Dr. Makija, and uh, thank you, Sanjay, for uh, uh, inviting me to be a part of the podcast. Uh, good evening to my fellow panelists. Uh, it is indeed uh, a, a great opportunity to be here with uh, with each and every one of you, and of course, uh, sharing the stage with uh, with Shruti and Rahul uh, is is my pleasure. Uh, so uh, I think it's a very pertinent topic that uh, Dr. Makija has chosen for this uh, evening's discussion, uh, involving uh, how do we strategize and look take a very strategic approach to increasing consumption. Um, I'm a uh, storyteller uh, by profession, and by virtue of being a storyteller, I'm going to sort of look at the consumption story through the lens of a storyteller. Uh, so I think a couple of things come to mind. Um, the first thing is that, uh, uh, you know, just merely looking at marketing as the end all be all solution uh, may be a limiting view of this entire equation. Uh, I think the story starts much earlier on in the process. Uh, and the reason I say this is because uh, we need to give consumers uh, points of differentiation, reasons to choose, reasons to buy more, reasons to consume more. Uh, whether that is points of differentiation or comparison or, or advantages uh, from the point of view of the product quality or the product itself, which is in this case meat or eggs, uh, or um, you know, from the point of view of, of consumer lifestyle, uh, understanding the shifts and changes that the end consumer is really looking, uh, uh, you're looking to make, because if you look at it post-COVID, a lot of things have changed. Uh, customer expectations have become a lot more liquid, um, and people are very aware and conscious of the decisions that they make, particularly when it comes to health and the food that they put on their plate and the family's plate. Uh, so I think the story starts early on. It starts by really giving consumers, uh, you know, points of differentiation, uh, and whether that is in the in, in, as part of the, the feed or whether that's part of the production system. Uh, I think uh, that's that's part one, which is creating those points of differentiation. And us, as part of the protein industry, as producers, as feed millers ourselves, I think that's one thing that we need to start looking at, which is how do we start creating those points of differentiation. Uh, the second part uh, is really how do we communicate those points of differentiation uh, effectively? Uh, and that's where branding and storytelling sort of comes in. Uh, so how do you create a brand uh, which is powerful enough to, to tell the right story, which essentially translates the points of differentiation that we've, that we've created in our production system uh, and represents that uh, in the form of our brand? And eventually, part three uh, is really the mode and the medium, which is the marketing story. Uh, so the way I look at it from my uh, perspective is there are at least three parts. And I'm, I know I'm, I'm definitely oversimplifying this entire thing, but at least for the sake of, of discussion and to, to keep things on an even keel and simple, uh, I think at least three parts. Uh, part A being the production system, part B being the brand, the storytelling, the messaging, and part three being the mode and medium, which really involves the marketing aspect of it. I think uh, if we're able to address these, uh, we will then uh, be able to, to really get to the crux of what are we trying to solve? And then 
you know, tailor our marketing or messaging uh, and put our money uh, where we really want to, to create that impact. Uh, and I and and I am a very firm believer in this in this uh, philosophy of thinking, which is if we really come together, involve all of our stakeholders, uh, unify as one body, uh, and 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 facilitate a dialogue to really identify the problem that we're trying to solve. I think that's half the story one, because invariably, if you're able to identify the problem and define the problem well enough, the solutions emerge themselves uh so that's that's my high level uh, uh perspective dr makija uh back to you uh thank you prashant for you know uh, sharing your insight uh, next uh, i will uh, uh, ask uh, shruti to share overall uh, your views on this particular theme of this podcast uh, so firstly uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity uh i would like to highlight that the poultry industry is one such industry that goes through its ups and downs and it is a uh, equal to a stock market the rates go up up and down and uh, there was recently this uh, issue that we faced during uh, covid uh, a message via whatsapp circulated that uh, consuming chicken causes corona so that really brought the industry to a standstill i feel uh, we as a industry don't uh, have a platform exactly to reach to the customer there are uh, myths surrounding our product and more than ever social media is getting very powerful so i feel social media overall plays a big role in marketing about the product as well uh, just like any cc promotes its product uh, it says that uh, sunday hoya monday roast khao anday so even for chicken i think we should uh, have jingles taglines and we can use social media platforms holdings uh, we should do campaigns regularly as a industry not only when we are in a crisis so marketing uh, chicken will uh, help overall but i think uh, coming to the uh, topic about myths that is what we need to address as a industry and uh, not only che- uh, treating chicken as a delicacy but i think treating it as a protein something that should be inculcated in our diets uh, on a daily basis uh, and not only when we want something different for our taste buds so as a retailer i feel uh, we should go get more into different products uh, which are accessible for the consumers even price wise and uh, different uh, varieties uh, in the way that we are presenting chicken in the market very nicely articulated shruti and uh, totally uh, in agreement with you that we are living in the vuka times which is uh, full of volatility uncertainty and complexity also around us so how we navigate uh, in these challenging times th- that is a very good insight uh, you shared now i i moved uh, next to rahul uh, your thoughts on the overall theme of this podcast uh this leaves me into a very tough situation after both of you have summed up almost everything uh see basically looking at a perspective uh we have two perspectives to look at one is from a producer's end the other is from a consumer's end from a producer's end we all have our own uh, takes on how we should be into marketing our product how we should make it feel different but uh, if we are able to understand the customer's perspective we might be able to create a breakthrough 
that will give us an advantage on how we would be able to better sell our product through retail distribution networks obviously for example i ju- i'll just cite a few examples uh, india is demographically a very wide area we have every 100 kilometers we have entirely different cultures we have entirely different languages we have entirely different eating patterns so one size fits all uh, cannot be applied to promoting chicken in southern india where we have a very meat fish to be very specific fish dominant eating markets the marketing efforts of promoting chicken would be entirely different in northern india where we have very hardcore vegetarian states promoting chicken would be entirely different right now we are planning to uh, run some tv commercials uh, in which we would be targeting parent the mother of the children in the family because she is the cook and we will be taking an advantage of uh, how parents these days in our generation are very skeptical about their child's health so that is the general trend and it obviously would change after uh, 15 to 20 years from now because our parents uh, the our generation is much more uh, concerned about children's health what should be fed to them to make them more uh, brilliant to make them more uh, healthy to make to have optimum growth so uh, the strategy it's 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 all about creating a strategy as per the time as per the time we are right in right now as per the geography we are situated in because if i create a strategy for uh, say haryana it won't be applicable to even to punjab leaving maharashtra or karnataka or kerala or tamil nadu leaving them apart so i think we have to devise some strategies that are uh oriented towards the culture we are working in towards the culture we are planning to promote the chicken towards the uh, sociological uh, barriers we are uh, area and obviously please said right now uh, in india chicken is consumed during special occasions so it's a special food that is Uh, enjoyed when we have something to cheer about so that perception should be changed it should be involved into regular diets the benefits of protein the goodness of chicken along with egg so i think a a holistic approach would uh, be the most sustainable approach and that too would be dependent on the region we are working on thank you Uh, rahul you made a very interesting uh, point that uh, uh, being uh, our country is so diverse in terms of so many states and so many uh, nuances of by state so perhaps different states may have a different approaches and uh, uh, the, the per capita consumption also state wise if you see uh, there is a quite a variance as well so definitely one uh, insight which we get from your uh, perspective is that we need to tailor made certain messaging tailor made certain narrative even by the states as well so thank you rahul for that insight uh, now may, let me uh, move in the next now you know a kind of a free flowing chat with all of you and please do uh, supplement or add up uh, uh, when i'm asking questions to each one of you so shuti uh, when we are discussing uh, you are very passionate about uh, talking about the uh, nutritive values the nutrition uh, what chicken brings to the table so can you please elaborate uh, in your experiences of close to 3 years and 
running close to 11 outlets of the chicken so uh, how has you been uh, focusing on this aspect uh, of the value proposition so certain so uh, I, i want to talk about nasik and maharashtra differently so nasik is a holy city as you know uh, so there are a lot of patterns in the consumption of the customer that we see so during ganpati or navratri like the holy festivals the consumption goes down rapidly and even in maharashtra except the region of mumbai it really affects the consumption overall so that is when the demand drops and uh, this is that something nothing that we can do about instead we can just uh, uh, educate the customer about the benefits of eating chicken and how protein plays a role in in our body uh, even doctors locally don't suggest uh, women to eat chicken or eggs during their pregnancy so uh, i recently read an article that said that uh, below 5 years the babies are mostly underweight that is what is happening recently and that is uh, showing in their uh, nutrient deficiency also so many people are suffering from b12 deficiency and uh, the essential amino acids that chicken brings in our body uh, so i feel uh, the advantages of chicken need to be promoted in general uh, as one article said that 80% of indians are nutrient uh, deficient in our country and protein deficient so uh, this awareness need, awareness needs to be brought about and uh, consumers need to be made aware uh, we can do that via retail stores even the local association bodies in different states can talk about the importance of eating chicken on a daily basis and not only a weekly or a monthly Uh, so i think uh, that is the need of the hour now yeah uh, very nicely uh, yeah you want to add rahul please yeah i would like to fill in yeah uh, basically if we make customer to think upon why should he eat chicken uh, almost daily uh, we could have a better uh, gain for that uh, i learned this thing from a series of uh, some uh seminars being held by usec protein for all wherein uh, they had a gathering that was not related to poultry at all it was a general gathering we were asked to invite people and uh they would randomly choose people to tell them their daily protein intake in all the diets they consume through the entire day and they were asked to calculate the amount of protein they are consuming and their body weight was asked and they were asked to calculate how much protein is required they were asked to google it and let us know so once they had a figure for example if someone is weighing 55 kgs he should consume at least 55 grams of protein and the total consumption of protein was just 30 grams and then we relatively showed them uh, that a lot of lifestyle concerns like diabetes or uh, blood pressure or thyroid in women specifically basically all these problems that are related to any glands are can be a cause because of eating less protein because protein is the core thing for synthesis of any secretion gland so any 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 secretion that is not happening in our body correctly might possibly be due to eating less amount of protein in our diets so through your outlets if you could just target educating people how much protein should they consume it it might help uh increasing some consumption through the retail channels and i i agree with uh, with with both rahul and shruti's perspective and just to sort of uh, uh add my two cents to this as well 
uh, I believe uh, uh, the need of the hour is really for us to unify. Exactly. We do not have a common platform. Yes. I think we need to have a common platform. Uh, the uh, I think we, as uh, the next generation, like what Sanjoy put it, are really calling for this to happen. We need to unify. We need to come together. We need to. And, and that's the only way we'll be able to make serious, tangible progress. Uh, exactly. I, I also concur with Prashant. Yeah. So Prashant, Rahul and uh, Ashruti, uh, one thing which is emerging uh, strongly is that the next gen is really looking forward that a cohesive and a consistent and a collaborative effort is required uh, to, you know, uh, give a very sustainable and long, uh, long term impactful uh, uh, campaign on this particular topic. And yes, uh, there are, are you know, uh, different opportunities for the next gen to uh, come together and plan for it. One of them I'm familiar is um, uh, this uh, Poultry India initiative. They have, uh, you know, a group of young leaders uh, who come together, perhaps, you know, uh, uh, because it's just into uh, early stages of, you know, progression. So perhaps more like-minded uh, next gen people come together and uh, brainstorm and you know prioritize certain areas and then you know build up upon that but one thing is uh, each one of you is you know reinforcing the same message that unification is important for giving a impact uh, in this particular campaign so good uh, moving next uh, i'll ask uh, prashant uh, to share your because we, we are uh, living in the times where digital uh, is you know revolutionizing each of our lives right so one of the example is this podcast itself that Sanjay has conceived that uh, we, we are uh, talking to each other on this virtual platform. So so likewise, there are different online platforms, uh, as Shutri was also mentioning, the social media platform. And uh, most of the people are, you can say, the next gen and uh, quite a number of generations are spending good amount of time on the social media. So how our sector, you know, uh, which is the, we are ideally, if you see, we are in the food sector. We are ultimately providing food to the uh, growing population. How our sector can uh, leverage uh, this digital uh, technologies, social media platforms, and the online platforms to communicate our messaging, communicate our value proposition, and uh, and let. Uh, uh, end consumer know the goodness of the the, the protein what is or, or the holistic food which is uh, chicken and eggs are offering oh that's a great question um in fact uh, uh, we're living in a in a very exciting uh, uh, era uh, where technology is just bursting at its at its seams um, artificial intelligence is is becoming pervasive I think all of us, uh, or if not most of us, use ChatGPT and other ways of of you know uh, uh, interacting with data and information. Um, I think it's important uh, in our sphere uh, to really understand who are our customer segments, which are the platforms that they're spending time, where are they spending time, at what time of the day are they spending time, and how are they interacting with with social media. Um, the reason I say this in a, in a very broad way uh, is um, the target segment that's using Facebook is very different from the target segment that's using Instagram, which is very different from the target segment that's using TikTok. Uh, and our consumers happen to be on all these platforms. So we can't be biased about choosing one particular platform. 
rather i think we need to start with understanding our consumers better uh, and unless we do that uh, we'll not we're not going to make or see tangible progress happen that's that's what i believe in uh, um, i think uh, it's a, it should be a good mixture of uh, conducting some market research activities and that can be done hyper locally that can be done state wise because like rahul uh, and shruti rightly pointed out from their first hand experience uh, marketing chicken in kerala is very different from marketing chicken in punjab or haryana or or uh, nashik uh, so i think it needs to be uh, market research primary market research i think we are all overly reliant on secondary information uh, let's do some primary research figure out who our customer segments are where we're going to have the maximum impact uh i believe uh, rahul you spoke about ads targeting uh, parents mothers uh, so let you know where are we going to have those highest points of impact and then start creating stories uh that can really uh, you know uh, break through the clutter uh, i mean this is really an ode to uh, you know a, a personal friend a family friend of ours who uh, happened to have created the jingle sunday hoya monday rose khao and day who recently passed away uh, uh mr r bala who was uh, the former managing director of uh, vhl based in bangalore uh, so uh, really uh, a testament to his vision and how he was able to crack that narrative so so uh, many years uh, before us and and we've not really done anything after that uh, to really take take that to the next step uh, so i think the onus falls on us um i think uh, involvement of the industry bodies involvement of the associations uh, pfi infa uh, clafma all coming together uh, uh, let's let's all sit in a room let's sort of understand uh, put together a governance measure uh, in order to make this happen at a regional level um, conduct that that sort of market research activity at whatever level is possible realistic and that can be done immediately and then go ahead and start implementing that because i think it's high time that we acted uh, and and build on the on the great work of our uh, uh, fathers and their generations and and really act as vanguards to take the industry forward uh thanks prashant uh, for such a elaborate uh, insight uh one thing which i picked up is uh, about the need of the market research so uh, i do remember sanjay uh, uh, at some point of time we had uh, uh our dedicated market research professional coming on the, these kind of platforms and sharing uh, and that was in covid time so that person uh, you know shared in depth insights on the, how, how the consumer behaviors are changing uh, during the covid time how they are preferring food how they are ordering food at what frequency and what kind of you know uh Uh, amount of uh, food is of uh, purchase in a particular time frame of the day so a uh, rich insights were available through market research perhaps i think uh, a great point coming from your insight prashant that uh, a dedicated market research should be you know uh, carried out in different and maybe can some states can be piloted and uh, where you know we understand okay what is the driver for the consumers for you know preferring the different kind of uh, options of the food and what can be poultry sector can be uh, doing with that so now i'm going moving next is uh, 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 throwing a question to three of you uh, anybody can respond to that how uh, the poultry sector can collaborate with the hospitality sector the hotels uh, and the and the chefs that you know they can include or consider inclusion of the uh, poultry products in, in the menu so 
uh, any thoughts around this what can be done uh, for the restaurants that are already serving uh, various forms of meat uh, since on menus we have uh, the spiciness of dishes uh, we can introduce leanness of the meat since chicken is the leanest meat the amount of calories uh, in chicken and the amount of protein in chicken with respect to other meats is obviously higher so uh, the leanness can be an added factor definitely uh, and this is also one uh, trend coming up you know having more and more uh, healthy options in the diet so the health awareness is increasing day by day like the consumers are day in day out checking what they are eating and trying to understand the nutritive value the contents and everything so any other thoughts from you shruti uh, or prashant like how we can further collaborate with the hospitality sector i think uh, providing uh, as a product from the production point of view i would just like to add that as the poultry industry we can provide with small uh, birds which we uh, we uh, lesser than the bigger birds because that chicken is tender uh, when you consume so what i've observed in the hospitality industry is that they buy bigger birds and then the consumer doesn't end up eating that chicken they think it is fibrous so we as a industry can promote uh, smaller weight birds and it will result in good quality meat for the end consumer also uh, so we are currently supplying uh, chicken to home cooks also so i think that is also a growing market like that is a part of hospitality and uh, people are also preferring home cooked meals so we see a lot of people ordering from uh, home cooks so they give uh, biryani orders or tikka orders for barbecues at their place so i think that is also a growing market so we are collaborating with them on the ground level uh, so hotels gyms different nutri uh, nutritious cafes i think that is the future uh, and home delivery as well Uh, yeah and adding to that uh, shuti i recollected one of the you know uh, uh, scholars of iim uh, schools so they conducted uh, you can say uh, a particular uh, study that what are the preferences of the consumers for the uh, again chicken or the what they are looking for so one of the th they recommended during that study was the poultry sector can also consider you know uh, engaging with the you know the gymnasium uh, people like you know they are the ones who are actually you know uh, kind of uh, people sought after by the people to you know take advices okay what should i eat what i should not eat so they are the ones who are influencing the decisions of the you know people who are going to the uh, gym and uh, uh, taking care of the health so this is one of the key you can say uh, influencer kind of a, a stakeholder came up in their market research so uh, great point uh, shruti maybe prashant do you have anything to add here okay sorry uh, just a thought here uh, as as you guys were talking and and great points uh, uh, shruti and rahul uh i think uh, there are lots of stories in indian cooking that can be highlighted i think there are two things i want to share one is from a, from a storytelling point of view and the whole butter chicken fiasco uh, has opened up a whole a host of possibilities for us as marketers uh whether it is a story of of butter chicken or whether it's a story of uh, of a malai tikka uh, chicken you know uh, i think uh, 
there are stories that can be told to attract customers uh, bring them in and 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 if that if that's something that we, an angle that we can help uh, our uh, restaurants and the horeca industry really talk about that's that's an opportunity uh, but i think uh, the second and the more uh, practical one is also from the point of view of creating awareness uh we have eggs which are the perfect protein uh you know why not talk about it and educate the horeca sector uh from chefs to restaurant owners to home cooks about the importance of uh, a complete protein uh, inclusion in their cooking or whether it is uh, you know chicken meat i think there's a lot of scope even for education and creating awareness uh in a closed segment that is easy to target uh is willing to listen and uh, who can be uh, educated first rather than even targeting a much much larger pool of consumers uh, so that's just a thought uh, rahul you were saying something go ahead yeah i just wanted to add in uh, uh we can also target some sports institutions citing an example of uh, gopichand's academy it's mandatory to eat non vegetarian there uh, he has made it a mandatory rule if someone is attending his academy he has to eat chicken and eggs to complete the protein requirements that a sports person generally requires similar is the case uh, as shruti was just pointing out we could collaborate with gymnasiums and uh, we could collaborate with trainers in the gyms it has been doing it it is being done in our area i mean in delhi delhi ncr uh, a lot of gym trainers they do very specifically tell people to eat chicken boiled chicken to eat fish uh, a friend of mine is a national level weightlifter she is a uh, woman she started late in her career but she was from a family that was very typical uh, vegetarian eating family but since she went into weightlifting uh, she was told that without consuming protein high quality protein that cannot be garnered through vegetarian sources she won't be able to uh build her body compatible for weightlifting similar is the case with wrestlers i think in kolhapur we have a number of wrestlers that can be worked upon there uh, these guys they do promote chicken amongst themselves so if we get few stories from such people who are uh, into sports and are also inclined towards good protein nutrition these stories can also help us uh, in gaining some grounds for other places that are neglecting chicken other sports institutes that are neglecting chicken and egg as a protein source and we can obviously uh hold some sessions for uh, training institutes wherein uh, the benefits of uh, having high quality protein can be shared with people if in case they are not applying it to their institutions because it would obviously uh improve the people who are being trained at the sports people who are being trained into that that institution it would obviously it can be a, a a plus point for them that their graduates their trainees are excelling more rather than other institutions so it can be targeted that way as well great points uh, rahul and uh, each one of you uh, regarding the inclusion of you know or connect point with the sports personalities or the sport institutions where uh, the different sports persons are getting trained and getting you know coach and guided uh, very well and uh, we have also seen many number of examples of you know sports personalities uh, who are focusing on the holistic health and also focusing on 
certain sports dedicated requires a good muscle mass so there also the uh, preference for the poultry uh, products is there so next topic which i like to you know sort your uh, inputs is around uh, how industry can also engage with the culinary schools or the you know the people who are like chefs and uh, or th- those institution they are also you know teaching or educating on the cooking as well so is there any possibilities to engage with them what are your thoughts yeah uh, we we have had a first hand experience here uh, we have had a run up for a small restaurant in delhi ncr and uh, the chefs they are almost i mean uh, for last two years what i have seen is almost all the chefs are very hardcore non vegetarian eaters i mean i have rarely seen less than 10% of people who do not eat non vegetarian so i think uh, if we go into a culinary school or something uh, people are already being told there the nutritious value of chicken and egg because that is the perception i have garnered from working into uh, this industry for last almost one and a half to two years yeah and and uh, not only that uh, we also have seen uh, the advantage what the poultry products are offering is the accessibility so throughout the country in every nook and corner you know that these products are already available. available yeah available more so ever in terms of affordability also see uh, we can also compare with other animal uh, origin or foods and other protein <laughs> well so uh, there is quite a number of you know uh, parameters which suggest that yes uh, it is accessible affordable and very uh, wholesome food as well so at the end of the day uh, economics play a significant role uh, when, when you know the the frequency of buying is concerned because some of you mentioned that uh, some uh, poultry products are kind of celebrity food you know in terms of celebration only but if you see the affordability yes this particular aspect can also be uh, you know promoted well uh, that this is one of the most uh, affordable uh, food as well so these are the you know three uh, topics which i always say the affordability part the accessibility part Uh, and the wholesomeness you know if you see uh, like shuti was also talking about the nutritive value of the uh, chicken and we all know the nutritive value of eggs as well so this is a very holistic uh, food uh, which is there so now i'm uh, moving next uh, uh, about uh, since rahul and shuti you are into th- thick and thin of the business so what are the challenges in terms of you know the myth uh, or uh, uh, impressions or perceptions you face uh, from the consumer side like what kind of myths are surrounding the uh, consumption of these products so uh, i would like to add that uh, the people around me and even my customers uh, they think that uh, eating meat uh, uh, causes to uh, causes heat in their body so they stop consuming uh, chicken and eggs during summer i think that is uh, one of the biggest myths in the indian society in general Uh, actually uh, the heat is caused due to the number of calories consumed and not because you are eating meat uh, number of calories calories increase even when you are having ice cream so that is what i explain it is number of calories and not the quality or the product that you are eating for example meat and uh, a lot of people uh, uh, don't consume chicken because they think it also uh, causes them to uh, gain weight uh, whereas it is the opposite 
mostly when you start working out your gym trainer will ask you to uh, consume a certain amount of protein and they say that it will help you lose weight in fact because uh, protein uh, is actually very satiating for your body and it makes you uh, help uh, feel full and you will not get uh, sugar cravings or food cravings once you have meat so i think these are uh, some of the bits associated and people also think that we add hormones uh, to chicken uh, these are the videos that are circulating on facebook and instagram also uh, so i would just like to clarify and even on our social media we clarified that uh, hormones are not actually allowed in the poultry industry in india and uh, chickens only gain weight when they are given quality feed so that is the difference that uh, we still have to uh, educate people about and uh, actually there are different different uh, rumors in the market uh, there was there was a rumor about eggs as well that uh, plastic eggs are uh, being supplied in the market actually which is not feasible it would the egg would be expensive it is if it is plastic so i think uh, we need to debunk these myths uh, via social media hoardings and uh, wherever possible local uh, retailers can do that associations can do that and we need to do uh, everything in our power to debunk these myths now uh, i would like to draw our attention back to social media here uh basically nowadays uh, we are expecting social media to help us grow in consumption of uh, chicken and egg but actually it's doing vice versa as i have uh, gathered from a lot of uh, insights from a lot of articles basically the the festivals that we celebrate these days or any uh, incorrect information it spreads like wildfire on social media so that does more damage th than the good we are trying to create through social media so i find social media and these platforms a big big culprit into stagnating our growth for promotion of consumption of chicken and egg and uh, looking at the festivals uh, a lot of people uh, our generation basically that has been uh, out of their hometown for a long time they do go to google and just type uh, how do we celebrate uh, ganesh chaturthi for example so it it will very clearly be mentioned there do not eat such and such things it 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 has to be avoided this has to be performed for these many days so they'll just stick to that so it's doing more harm than doing us any good right now so that also should be factored in while uh, we try to promote something through social media i guess uh, just building on what you were saying rahul uh, social media has given consumers a voice so now the the reverse is, is what is happening which is we were speaking earlier and they were listening now they are speaking i think we've got to listen but we've also got to use that weapon in order to communicate what we want to communicate the right way exactly the science is there i mean we are probably 5 years 10 years ahead of human health uh in terms of nutrition in terms of vaccinations in terms of every aspect of quality control we are we're up there all we need to do is educate people yeah let people know and, and use social media to our advantage so social media should be should become our friend not our foe uh yeah. i completely completely agree with you both uh, shruti and rahul uh, dr makija 
yeah so it's like you know uh, i always say uh, example like it's kind of a fuel so fuel can be used both ways like it can be uh, you know generate the energy and it can you know fuel the uh, from a positive side but it can also do the harm as well right so uh, we need to see that how well prepared we are how well our research is there how well uh, our contents are there because it should be scientifically backed up because yes uh, the more and more uh, scientific content is out there more and more uh, authentic and reliable information is out there and we all can make a difference right whatever is more authentic whatever is more reliable and we have many institutions we have many you can say uh, scientific people out there who, who's you know when they talk everybody listens so if we do more and more work with the scientific people uh, and the right content i'm sure you know uh, the goodness will spread because it's all about the ratio if you have more uh, you know positive content more scientific content reliable content people will definitely you know uh, make choices based on the what content they are seeing see if there is some uh, some here and there uh, it's social media right something can say something about a particular thing but it's ultimately the consumers who are making the informed choices they are making the judgment we see our own example like you know not all of us can be you know get carried away by one or two news here and there we need to see the authenticity first so more and more scientific engagement uh, i always say in you know, many of the interaction with the industry leaders that we need to engage more and more with the uh, nutrition nutritionists we nutritional society so uh, i talked about one of the initiative last uh, couple of years in infa what we have been doing we are inviting the human nutritionists like who are actually consulting uh, at the hospitals who are consulting and having their own nutritional consulting so we are inviting them we invited the nutrition society of india office bearers as well so those people came and you know talk about how a uh, goodness of you know uh, these products can be you know incorporated into the daily diets so coming back you know uh, uh, what rahul said yes uh, for that we need to have a solid content we need to yes. have well preparedness we cannot just you know uh, uh, aspire for something without doing the thorough uh, you know homework yeah my yeah. my point was just we should be entirely prepared for uh, i mean we should prepare for the worst and hope for the best so we should be prepared for all the uh, misinformation all the rumors that are spreading like wildfire on social media and we should have a plan in place that uh, how it should be tackled how it should be uh, reversed so we could uh, reap the benefits of social media to our advantage and building not being pessimist yeah no no Please. you're not you're being very realistic and and building on what you're saying uh, i think uh, indian consumers are amongst the most discerning and smart set of consumers in the world i mean uh, from from a consumer base uh, we're very very intelligent we're very smart we make great choices so i think it's it falls upon us to educate to inform scientifically like what dr makija was pointing out uh, and give them reasons to buy from us exactly we should pitch it correctly even during the period of covid i remember when uh, doctors were suggesting uh, people to have chicken for their immunity and uh, people were consuming chicken like anything before that and uh, during the corona period i personally saw that the sales were high so i think when immunity came into place people were actually willing to eat chicken and when, especially when it was uh, suggested by doctors 
people take it very seriously if 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 we just run an ad uh, if you feed your child a chicken or a or an egg on daily basis a uh, chances of him becoming an ias officer or a very intelligent scientist or so and so dignitary is almost 90% so we will see a mass mass shift towards parents promoting their chicken to uh, their children to eat chicken even if the parents are not even touching it the same thing happened with bonvita also i think it was associating with the brain, exactly. brain development exactly. it really helped with their campaign yeah yeah so the only thing I, what i always say that uh, whatever uh, messaging or narrative we have it should be backed up with science backed up with the uh, thorough uh, data uh, because to bring the more authenticity around that so i think uh, is quite a number of you know uh, ideas have come through your deliberations so we are coming closer to that timeline so uh, in in one sentence you know if if, if you need to uh, say any uh, you can say take away or let's say one point message uh, from each one of you starting from prashant let's say what would be that message uh, considering the theme of this program I think uh, for me it is let's unify let's all come together uh, let's create awareness based on science based on evidence based on fact uh, and and let's make a very serious attempt uh, to use social media make it our friend and use the power of social media to make a significant difference yeah maybe shruti uh, coming to you uh, so i think uh, unifying is one thing that we all should do and uh, we need to have a campaign like necc and we need a body uh, in india uh, that communicates with the consumer and i think we should do it on all platforms and even do regular chicken festivals in every 6 months i think that brings a lot of crowd and uh, we should not look at the profit in those uh, chicken festivals all the producers and the retailers could also chip in that and i think uh, only we should not do that only when the crisis arises and uh, more uh, we should use more platforms other than social media also like newspapers radio jingles and i think it will help us in the long run obviously branding doesn't uh, show the results uh, um, like immediately we need to do it uh, consistently and uh, that's all thank you yeah and, and, and coming to your point uh, yes we do dwell a lot on the uh, new generation uh, marketing but yes the omni channels like the offline marketing or the conventional billboards uh, advertisement and wall paintings and and so on so forth like these are always in there the traditional ways of marketing that that uh, the omni channel approach should be fine yeah rahul uh, your your topic again dr makija has put me in a uh, tight place uh i'll also concur with prashant and shruti uh, basically the idea should be it should be a holistic approach using all forms of advertisement print media digital media and uh, television commercials radio advertisements it should be a holistic approach using everything and uh, we should pool our resources together as both of you rightly said because a lot of effort is being made but it's being made very discreetly like shruti is promoting her own brand she is doing very discreet promotion of chicken in the end the prom- the product being promoted here by everyone is chicken right it's under their own brands so if if we could pool some resources together from across the nation we could have a small pool of resources that can be accessed by various bodies like nccc did for egg 
and uh, the impact of that uh, campaign would be much drastic than the ones that are being uh, implemented discreetly right now yeah R rightly said uh, uh, rahul and each one of you see uh, in, in coming to the summation of this see what really drives uh, uh, each one of us is that uh, we, we are a growing population like say we are 1.4 billion plus people out there so and to minimum give at least two meals a day we require so much of food so much of food to be produced and the and every 16 second it says that one more person is added to our country so imagine the amount of people we are adding up and the resources are limited right so the the best solution is how we can produce food sustainably and yes poultry production uh, is one of the most sustainable food production and affordability accessibility and wholesomeness if these three parameters if we you know package it properly with the science and uh, uh, data backup i think we should be in a good position to you know give consumers Uh, are, are you know a holistic nutritional solution so with this uh, i uh, give it back to our host uh, of this uh, uh, podcast San uh, sanjay uh, any thoughts from your side or anything want to ask to the panelists in the, in the summation no it's been a lovely discussion uh, today and uh, i think we've got a lot of useful insights that have come in from the young people of the industry very heartening to note definitely and as uh, i think everybody has said unification towards a common goal is what is the need of the hour and uh, as long as we as long as young people think that way and act towards it i think we are on the right tracks and the right and uh, in, in moving in the right direction also uh, you know since we've all spoken about the hospitality industry and uh, the culinary schools etc i think it's time that we as an industry start believing that we are part of the food industry and not a separate producer of of chicken and eggs if we start thinking of ourselves as a part as an integral part of the of the of the food industry of the hospitality industry the culinary world that is there i think these collaborations start taking shape uh so that's my little bit on this but net net i think it's been a wonderful discussion and uh thank you everybody for being a part of this thank you dr makija thank you prashant thank you rahul thank you shruti it's been a wonderful uh discussion today and i'm very happy that all of you could be a part of this podcast and have contributed to it so meaningfully namaskar thank you thank you so much uh, uh, each one of you and that's how we conclude uh, this panel discussion thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you, thank you, yeah, so thank you for hosting everyone thank you thank bye -bye. thanks for the rahul That is a wake-up call against the growing shadow of antibiotic resistance over our poultry, our health, and our world. To fight this menace, Excelsio, a natural antibiotic free performance enhancer, marshals an army of bacteriophages, each engineered by evolution to engage a specific bacterial adversary. Excelsio uses a cocktail of bacteriophages that protects your flock against various strains of salmonella 
E. coli, Clostridium perfringens, and Staphylococcus aureus. Excelsio is more than a product. It's our shield against antimicrobial resistance. It's our stand for a safer, healthier future. For more information about our products and solutions, log into sapiensagri.com. To be notified of upcoming podcasts, like and subscribe our YouTube channel at IPR Radio today.